Hello and welcome back to the podcast on spiritual and energetic embodiment in the physical dimension. I'm your commentator on the sport of society, Mars Musakia, and we're looking at what happens when skin cells become crashing waves on this episode of Manifestations. waves because we're all constantly vibrating as a sign of life. I've touched on this in past episodes but wanted to clarify that we're only living when we're moving on a cellular level. With interference, we're working with a couple of definitions and a lot of subconscious beliefs enlisting certain kinds of interference. So the definition of interference, there's the physics definition where two or more waves, like for light or sound, which are two common modes of healing, meet and create another wave, which either reinforces one of the waves or cancels them out. Merriam-Webster also defines interference as, quote, the disturbing effect of new learning on the performance of previously learned behavior with which it is inconsistent, end quote. We'll talk about both kinds today and how the former can create the latter as interference itself. Interference in energetic and spiritual work usually has a negative connotation. This is something to be avoided, watch out for, or protect yourself against. When it is seen in a more positive light, it is reasoned away as divine timing, which is just another way of saying everything happens for a reason. The perspective you have on interference and what that means can shape what happens when those events occur and why it's important to examine all sides of this topic. I also don't believe in describing anything but actual space as positive or negative, things are harmful and beneficial and can be both at the same time, and I will be using those terms for what one is generally referring to as negative and positive, respectively. So you already might be thinking of some examples of what interference can be, how it could show up in your life, but I'm happy to list them out and explain it for you. There are many different forms of interference. I don't think I could possibly cover all the different forms of interference, but I'm going to try. I have three different graphics to go over later, but for now I'll go over this list. So there's interference with the self, interference from the self. This can show up as doubt or confidence issues, remaining stuck in the past, regressing to a previous age where trauma occurred, not thinking you're good enough for help or attention to take care of problems that you're dealing with, and a multitude of other issues. This is usually the biggest thing. This is usually shaped by our beliefs, this is shaped by our lived experiences, um, and it is very easy to self-sabotage or get in your own way. Interference basically is getting in the way of things. There's also interference within or without relationships. This is also another form of self-sabotage. This could be thinking that you're not good enough for the connections that you have in life, This could also be interference from outside forces, external factors, third parties. This could be acting differently with different people, having different sorts of dynamics depending on who you're with, changing different parts of your personality to fit in with whoever you're hanging out with. Interference in relationships is also a form of interference with the self. It's getting in the way of the self. 
There's also interference and connection in general, not feeling like you're worthy of the connection, whether it's with other people, whether it's with things you want to engage with in your life, or whether that's engaging with spiritual practices. Some interference shows up in meditation. It can show up with energy work. It could show up to prevent you from grounding or shielding or protecting yourself or making you feel like you can bypass those steps and open yourself or expose yourself or otherwise make yourself vulnerable. Interference with the senses. This could be sensory overload. This could be with the psychic senses. This could be with the physical senses. Hyperfixation with one of the senses or something that can be attributed to conditions that one is already dealing with or speak to another underlying health problem that has yet to be addressed. During meditation, energy work on the self or with another, there are some common elements that show up as interference. These will be examined with the figures later on. So interference with the senses can also show up as distraction, as procrastination. This is needing to unwind, to process the sensory information as input so that you can continue on to receive more information via sensory input, which is just life. There is also interference in reading another, which is usually attributed to personal bias. These are the tarot readers and Akashic practitioners who channel nothing but their past wounding and abusive scripts they've internalized as their own connection to the divine. When this happens, it can manifest as confusion or feeling ungrounded and unsettled in your body if you're a client. If you're the reader in this situation, the same feelings can occur for you. In addition to receiving information really quickly, repeatedly, or having an overarching unfamiliar voice acting as the source of information. If you're the reader, you might also feel a sense of dread, like you might be doing something wrong, you might be doubting yourself. There could be a lot of signs or red flags that are raised to caution you to slow down. This can show up as resistance, and I will cover that topic in a later episode. Generally speaking, interference in reading another comes from either believing you're entitled to read other people's energy, that you're entitled to know that information, whether you have their consent or not. Consent is a huge issue where if you don't have consent to read that person, you can go on a wild goose chase and end up in the completely wrong direction, have the completely wrong idea of them, and you're not living their life. You don't actually know. There could also be electronic interference. Some people focus this attention on accounts they want to suppress attention to, or social media platforms end up shadow banning certain ways to find certain things like with searchable hashtags or users. This has historically happened a lot with a specific popular app at the time of this recording and how they block algorithmic streamlining to creators of certain demographics. This can also manifest as environmental factors getting in the way when you're finally ready to do something. The internet isn't supporting your video class, your website crashes when you try updating it, or a battery is dead and now delaying your ability to do this. It could also be distracting, which is another form of interference. So distraction can often be seen as interference, but it could also just be a sign of a condition you have, like neurodivergence or a habit of procrastinating, which usually ties into anxiety or imposter syndrome, which is also a form of anxiety. The belief with distractions is that it challenges your functionality, changes your ability to complete something, 
or means you're lazy and unwilling to do something, which isn't the case when you're dealing with something that's affecting the way you live, like executive dysfunction or developmental delays or disabilities. Distractions can be used as an excuse by people who don't really understand why something isn't getting done, why their expectation of something isn't met, uh, people like to reason away things, people have a tendency to make sense of things so that they can figure it out, file it away in their brain, and move on. And a distraction is a way to prevent that, why it can be seen as interference. This could also be in astrological practices, with transits as interference. This is when sky science event activates or otherwise influences the natal chart, allowing a flow of energy that's typically not experienced with the individual. These transits can be with harmful placements or harsh aspects, creating tension or a challenge to overcome. Or they can occur with beneficial placements, finding harmony with ease, or letting something happen that normally wouldn't have with surprising outcomes. I would also like to point out that with astrology, there are not good or bad things. There can be events or characteristics and traits attributed to certain planets or placements, but it could also be an excuse to not take accountability or responsibility for your behavior and justify why you're being a shithead. So while there are all of these uh, damaging forms of interference, there's also beneficial interference, which is often in the form of transmutation. If we remember with the first episode, transmutation can be as easy as acceptance. There's plenty more of interference to talk about. Moving on to the figures to put interference into action. Figure 6.1 shows meditation with possible forms of interference. With figure 6.1, we see that there are two figures outside of the person that can affect or influence what the person is experiencing, what they're thinking, what they're feeling, or what in general is going on with their body. Figure 6.1 shows a person in a common meditation pose with the auric border around them to indicate the space of their energetic body. From the middle of this person, it is showing the energetic center for the root being projected out. This is fear coming out and re-entering the energetic space after it is also amplified by an external energy that is reinforcing the fuck shit that is being brought up with the fear. Figure 6.1 shows negative self-talk and hearing an abusive voice over your own intuition and instinct or inner voice. It shows fears manifesting as quote-unquote negative spirits or entities. This shows the placing too much of an expectation for experiences or sensing certain things and missing information from that distraction because you're focused on something else. This shows a persecution complex that entities are out to get you or attached to you or that there's some plan to stop you in your tracks to get you from doing what you need to do from what you think you need to do from halting your mission 
This is showing how that mission might not be what you thought it was to begin with. This is also showing receiving information from harmful sources due to fear, what lack of grounding and shielding can do to a body, and body sensations or psychosomatic manifestations or injury activation within the body. This could all come up as forms of interference during meditation to take you out of the moment and to separate yourself from being present with your body. While the energetic point seems to be reinforced with the external energy, then internalized as one's own inner voice, there's also the external energy being shown on the right side. So this is showing as hooking into the energetic body, into the aura, but then also influencing the head and the back of the neck with the causal body, the crown, third eye, and brow. This is affecting one's perception, one's beliefs of things. This is then feeding into this energy that is hooked onto the energetic body. This is doing the same influencing and internalizing that influence as fear. So the fear shown in this picture is internally sourced. It is based on experiences that this person has been through. It is based on beliefs. It is based on insecurity and then it is allowed to leave the body but it doesn't actually leave it just hooks back around with another visitor and this could be easily reinforced by anybody who has anything bad to say about you this could be reinforced by your own beliefs about yourself that are harsh you can let it go it can be easier on you with figure 6.1, there's also the lack of grounding cord present. There is no Hara line acting as a shield for the energy, as discussed with the Auric Bodies episode. There's nothing actually protecting this person. Their eyes are closed to whatever is going on and for some reason they are not aware of how their energy is being interacted with they don't have the control over their own energetic body to notice how badly their fear is affecting their reality and their perception of everything but this could also occur when someone is struggling to survive or to stay grounded in reality when people are struggling to stay grounded in reality it can be because of fear it can be because they're having trouble meeting their needs we all need a little bit more support but that support is not in figure 6.1 moving on to figure 6.2 figure 6.2 is intended to show interference within twin flame or divine union relationships this is third parties either interested in either part of the couple this could be bias or judgmental influence without fully understanding the relationship. The only people who fully know what's going on in a relationship are the people who are in that relationship, unless they are so unaware of what's going on that everybody else can read the room. This is also showing harmful beliefs, past trauma, or generational dynamics affecting the relationship. It is also showing events that show up as catalysts for the relationship, for the opportunity of bonding. I'm reiterating a point I made before that twin flames, divine unions, these are not abusive relationships. If you find yourself in an abusive dynamic with someone, I hope you can get the help that is needed to safely part ways and heal and recover from this. 
Figure 6.2 has everything that can be affecting a romantic relationship. This could also, if you wanted to interpret it as a different relationship, you can, but because there's the romantic undertones, I decided to focus on the twin flame divine union spin. So again, these are human bodies with the overlapping auras. They are connected by choice. Starting at the right of the image, there is an angry heart holding a broken heart that is hoping to extend that heart to one of the members. They want to cause heartbreak. This is third-party interference, one form of it. This is someone hateful wanting people to experience heartbreak. This is someone interested in the person that they're trying to cord into and send that heartbreak to. This is someone trying to influence the perception of the couple, whether it's one party or two of them, or with other relationships or in an event that can cause trouble for this couple. Either way, this energy is mad that this couple is existing, that they're working together, and it wants to get in the way. Because it is behind the person, it is speaking to this kind of interference happening without conscious knowing of either party. Anybody could have feelings for anybody. You don't know anything about it. <laughs> people hide things there's all sorts of reasons why you wouldn't share those feelings whether you know the person or not whether it's communicated or not there is that kind of interference at play when people don't want you together it gets funky it doesn't always look as neat as a heart holding a broken heart <laughs> that heart saying fuck you and fuck yours so the yellow warning caution sign it's also speaking to the event being a catalyst for bonding it's being held over both of their heads influencing them whether they like it or not they have to deal with it can't just avoid everything in life next part with figure 6.2 is the little ghosts and the orange lines what do they mean i'm about to tell you this is dead energy this could either be past of the self, this could be ancestral, as in like a spirit guides for either party, this can be generational trauma, this can be many things that are no longer actively alive that are affecting the living reality of these people, of this couple that is still alive. This kind of interference plays a role with grounding, it plays a role in reality creation and acceptance, and it plays a role in instinct and influence and how those all interact with each other. Although the energy, for the most part, is outside of the energetic bodies of the couple, it is still interacting with the energy of a couple, both as individuals and as a couple themselves. This energy can be harmful or dangerous and get in the way of what the couple is wanting to achieve in their relationship, or it can assist. It can end up being a transmutation with healing and working through the trauma and working through that past wounding, working through generations of hurt and harm and all that shit. And then with the green beans, <laughs> with the little green beans on the other side of figure 6.2, 
These are jealous energy, again, maybe people who are envious of the relationship that you have, envious that you even are in a relationship. These are people who gossip, talk shit, are expressing their upset about the relationship. And whether or not it's expressed directly to you, you feel it. You pick up on it and you can internalize those thoughts or those expressions as your own fears. You will think that it's something that you're dealing with when you're not. This could also be somebody who is introducing that idea into your head, who is speaking from their own perspective, or they might have ulterior motives and want to cause that separation because they want the drama. Who knows? Either way, this is not something good for you. Most of the things in the image are not good for you as an individual or in a relationship. But you can handle it alone. You can handle it together. That's why I decided to focus on twin flames and to find unions with it they get through it they get through it the final image we are looking at is figure 6.3 this is interference as divine intervention and it shows how important boundaries are this is the delaying of something because of uncontrollable circumstances or listening to the self's instinct for safety subconsciously we're trying to keep ourselves alive Figure 6.3 is what happens when one is able to recognize boundaries, reinforce their own, and acknowledge and accept the lack of boundaries in another being. This is the ability to tell there's a lack of boundaries because of the experience you have in forming and enforcing your own. When your boundaries are strong, your energy is working for you and not spread out to other things outside of the realm of survival like people who will take whatever it is you're giving. Somehow avoiding harm's way when you are heading down that path is often seen as a miracle, and it could be, as well as many other things like a spirit guide, medical attention, a split-second decision, or a last-minute change in plan. Again, figure 6.3 is showing something beneficial. The person on the right, after seeing what kind of dynamic the person on the left was trying to create or enforce, decided to turn away, and in turning away, is grounded, is secure in their energy, and they are on that path to energetic harmony. They're reinforcing the idea that they are whole. (laughs) And in harmony themselves. So the story with figure 6.3 they weren't always in this position they were facing each other they were very much on the same page they're equals uh person on the left doesn't think they're equals but the person on the right still thinks that they are equals the problem with figure 6.3 is that the person on the left is too into the concept of mirroring and mirroring dynamics with energy where there's the belief that recognizing characteristics or behaviors or having a problem with it, being triggered by it, etc., is speaking to that same thing in you. So this person on the left is seeing the brightness of the person on the right, what's ahead of them, how they're grounded, how they're secure in their energy, and that they're pretty bright in it. Uh, It happens. These are people who have their shit together, are trying to get their shit together, who are trying and can accept that they're their own person and people are their own individual selves. Person on the left thinks that we are all one, 
that that is a universal truth that we're all mirrored in each other and that there's some sort of utopia that we can reach if only we can all be acting in union all together billions of us there's no way that'll happen there's no way to achieve earthly harmony in that sense that is not earthly harmony that is conformity and that is forgetting yourself along the way as we see with the person on the left in figure 6.3 their shit's not together. Where's their horror line? Where's any of their energy going? It's kind of all out away from them. It's there, but you can barely see it. It's dispersed. It's not contained to themselves. And that is why they're lost. That is why they're looking at something else to something else to tell them how to be tell them what to do. The person on the left is wanting to be influenced by the person on the right, and the person on the right doesn't want to do that influencing. The person on the right is turned away because they're detached. They're walking away. They are not part of this dynamic that the person on the left is trying to create or enforce. As we see, this energy is coming from the person on the left. The energy is at the top of their head, going out to the other person. The other person's not sending it out. It's being projected out from the person on the left. And the thing is, it's not actually going into the person on the right's body. It's stopping right outside of the auric border because they are protected in it. They are grounded in their energy, centered in themselves. And again, they know they have their shit together. That doesn't mean that the person on the right is not going to make mistakes ever again. It doesn't mean that they won't find other people like the person on the left who think that by being around them that they'll be that person. The person on the right knows that there's action to take regardless of the interference that you experience. And the person on the left thinks that the person on the right is their form of interference and that is something to overcome themselves. The person on the left then ends up with a different form of interference with the distraction, not focusing on their own self and developing their own bodies, their own identity, who they are and what they do what gives their life meaning what gives it purpose you're not going to find that in other people you only find that by looking at yourself and you can redirect your energy to yourself by acknowledging that sometimes you don't always have it sometimes you don't control that sometimes interference does show up and the thing with interference is that it's not always controllable sometimes you just have to toss the towel in sometimes you have to take a breath take a break step back reevaluate so interference, there's no way of really getting around it. It happens. It happens to everybody. It will happen most days. It's especially hard during a pandemic, especially having fatigue in the third year, dealing with the restrictions or lack of restrictions when they're needed. Please get vaccinated. The COVID vaccine is a form of interference. That's transmutation, actually. Please take it seriously. Please take your health seriously. Please understand that getting vaccinated, if you're able to, is the act of community, is the godly, godlike thing that you can do. Thank you for listening to this episode of Manifestations with Mars. It was a lot to talk about. It's exhausting to talk about interference because interference isn't aliens trying to affect you putting out your message i don't think that there are any spaceships right above me that are trying to get me to not put this out no it's just literally life
we have challenges. Some things are challenging for people. Other things are not challenging for those same people. That same things will be more challenging for other people than others. We can't always accept it. We can't always change it. We won't always recognize what's going on. We only see as much as we're allowed to see. What our brain is letting us see. That is interference. And please join me next week when I talk about courting. Why do you do court removals? What does it mean when two people are actually courted? And is there a way to really influence these courts? All that and more next time on Manifestations with me.